Welcome to the Military Spouse Perspective with your host, Becca Hyde. Join Becca, a military spouse, career specialist, marketing director, and conversational starter as she converses with some of our amazing military spouses who are change makers within the military spouse community. Grab a seat and a cup of coffee and let's chat. Now, here is your host, Becca Hyde. Welcome to the Military Spouse Perspective. We have my friend Bernadette Solar on here with us today. Bernadette is an amazing yoga instructor. She's a friend of mine. We met a couple months ago and she did a yoga breathing exercise with us on the Military Spouse Conversations. And it was amazing. I was so relaxed after I spoke with her amazing military spouse, Bernadette. I'm going to turn it over to you and let you tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, thank you so much. And I'm so glad that breathing exercise resonated with you. That's awesome. (laughs) It did. It was amazing. Um, Hi, guys. I'm Bernadette. I've been a military spouse for, uh, man, five years. My husband's been in for longer. So we were together really his whole military career, but we've been married for a little over five years. He actually just transitioned out of active duty and is now in the reserves. So oh, congratulations. Uh, yeah. Thank you. It's very exciting. We spend a lot more time together. Yes. He still gets to do his Marine thing once a month and stuff like that. So that's been really a good transition for us. And Yeah, I'm a yoga therapist and a yoga teacher. I've been doing, I've been teaching yoga for about a decade at this point. The reason I love to share with the military community in the way that I do is because it helped me so much throughout like our first year of marriage. We got married and we didn't do a quick wedding, but we were, we got engaged and then he was deploying the year after. So we were on a timeline. <laughs> so we got married within six months of getting engaged and then workup started for his deployment. And then we, he deployed. And then by the time he got back, we were PCSing. So the first couple of years, like. Very stressful. Mother, yeah, they were crazy. It was like all these huge major life events happening all really what felt like at the same time. And yoga really helped me through that. So I'm so thankful to be able to share that with the military spouse community because it's helped me so much. Absolutely. And a lot of people are into yoga these days, especially with COVID. I know a lot of people have been exploring yoga. And I, until I spoke with you, I didn't even realize all of the benefits. I've gone to yoga classes before, but I didn't realize the importance of breathing Yeah. Throughout the yoga experience until we spoke. Now you also do, I know you work closely with military spouses. You do online yoga teaching, correct? One of the things that happened for me that ended up being like a fortunate accident with COVID was that I had always taught out in studios out in town. So it was funny because every time we PCS or had a move, I was like scrambling to find new jobs and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so during COVID, I ended up having to put all my stuff online and starting my own program, which has gone really well. And then when my husband was transitioning out, we were moving again. It was like, I, I had my business and it stayed with me. And I was like, why didn't I think of this sooner as a military spouse? <laughs> like, was I crazy? But um. So that's been a huge blessing for me, to be honest. And so, yeah, now we just actually moved back down to North Carolina. We're in Wilmington, amazing area, a lot of really cool yoga studios here. I got here just a few months ago, so I'm starting to explore the studio scene. But really, my online program has been just wonderful over the last couple of years and helping me 
with my transition of my husband getting out and us moving and all that stuff, it was like the one consistent thing that I had. So I really was so thankful for that. And just to be able to keep my job when we moved again. But yeah, mainly right now, I'm all completely online. That consistency you mentioned, that is so important for us as military spouses. And we often lose that when we do transfer. My husband retired last year. Thank heavens. I was over it by that point. 23 years. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. I love the military. I love my military community, but I was so tired of moving and so sick of having to do that start over thing, that start, stop, start a career, have to stop it have to move it like with you in the live yoga studios like you said you've got to put everything on hold and then move again so I'm really glad to hear you were able to keep that clientele and take it with you I'm super excited about him transferring over for you and it is good he still gets to do his marine thing once a month because I think that's important for them they miss that stuff Absolutely. I was a little bit, I I think that was the big piece. It was really hard for him to decide whether or not to stay in and do active duty and do another tour or get out. And I think one of the main things was like, what about the brotherhood and what about that community for him? Mm -hmm. And so I was really, we just, we actually had a ball this year because his unit was small enough, his reserve unit. And so happy going to the ball and meeting all his new like reserve Mm -hmm. buddies. Because it just felt like we were back at home. I, I didn't know if it would be different in reserves or if it w- if you wouldn't feel that bond the same way, but we totally did. And he really like is loving his new, his new team and stuff. So that's really good. That's great. And believe it or not, you may not feel it yet, but I'm telling you, whenever we got out of the military, I do miss my tribe. And that was one of the reasons that that I did start the podcast and I enjoy it so much because I still have that piece of the sisterhood and having those military spouses staying connected with them. Hopefully you won't feel that void. You'll have the reserve component behind you and you'll have that reserve family. It was a transition period for me too. It's been a little over a year now and it's, it's taken a little bit for me to get used to missing that tribe, but we're getting in the flow now. And like I said, I've got the podcast, so I connect with great military spouses such as yourself and I still keep those friendships alive, but I am glad that you're doing yoga online. I think a lot of military spouses can benefit from your program. Do you have anything that you can share as far as tips for relaxation or a simple breathing exercise or something like that you can actually do across a podcast that can help someone out? Sure, absolutely. So I'll just give a couple of ideas and I'll, yeah, let me give a couple of ideas and then I can get into some more breathing stuff. One of the things that I realized, and I think a lot of people come to yoga for the physical aspect. It's a great, or it can be a great workout. It's a great way to stretch. It's a great way to move your body. That's low impact, like really healthy movement. And a lot of people find yoga in that way, including myself. And then once my husband was deploying and I was actually extending my yoga training at that point, and I started to learn really more about the breathing and all the other, you know, the meditation and all the other benefits that it ends up not just being about your body and your structure and reducing neck tension, although those are really important and very useful our whole life, military spouse or not. But I realized like, I had different goals rather than just like getting into a handstand or mastering some postures. I realized it could really help me like be patient and calm my nervous system and things like that are, nobody really teaches us how to do that. Uh -uh. And so when I learned that in yoga, I was like, wow, this stuff is so special. And so I think one of the things that we can experience as military spouses is just that kind of always feeling rushed 
feeling like there's mm-hmm. always so much going on. There's Absolutely. always so pieces. So even if you're not, even if you're just going to a regular yoga class and getting some movement in, which is really important. One of the things you can try is just slowing your movement down a little bit. And that's one way to get us out of that pattern of stress and sort of sort of that always stressed out feeling, which I know sometimes we can go through those phases. Mm-hmm. So one of the things like just on a basic level that I've tried to do with my yoga practice, and I try to be really um, mindful of this, is that when I'm at, when I'm doing my yoga, if I can just slow down my movement and slow down my breathing a little bit, then I'm at least taking a few minutes out of that pattern of like rush, everything's happening so fast, mm-hmm. everything's stressful. So that's just one really simple way, like no matter what yoga class you go to, is just take your time with your yoga. And even if it's just a quick 30 minute class or a 15 minute YouTube video or whatever, if you can slow down for just that brief period of time, that can really start to help you relax. That's a good idea because I know when I go to a yoga class, I do find myself rushing to try and keep up because, and it depends on the instructor. One of the instructors does move relatively smoothly and slowly And then one of the other instructors that I I used to go to her class, it was like an abrupt switch. And I'm thinking now that I really did get more out of the slow, smoother transitions. I think I enjoyed that class a lot more. And I can see looking back on it, it's been a while since I've done a yoga class. I'm ashamed to say, because I really do enjoy them. But looking back, the relaxation of it was amazing, but it it did help me work on my patience because I have none of that. But it helped me develop patience with myself because I couldn't do the poses right away. There were some, I had to have the modifiers and it was frustrating. But when I was going consistently, I started getting to where I could do the more difficult poses and the balance challenges and things like that. So I definitely do think taking your time in yoga is very, that is a very good tip. For sure. And it's, there's always the cool thing about most yoga studios now, or even like when you find stuff online is you can find If you feel like you need something more energetic and more active for your body, you can Mm -hmm. find that. But then there's also so many options for like relaxation yoga or restorative type yoga where they actually do move slowly. So if you're in a room with those people or if you're doing that video, they're helping to pace you in that slower pace. So you can you can try a couple of things and see what you like. And if you feel like you need to slow it down, you can use your yoga practice as a way to do that. So I just love that you brought that up, that you tried a few things. And and then you mentioned another thing, which I think is really cool that yoga teaches us so much patience with our body and with our mind and all the things. And sometimes we can't do all the poses, but when we end up progressing and feeling stronger, feeling like we have better balance, it's this really cool accomplishment and it can be like a confidence booster too. So I think uh-huh. when we're going through those stressful times and when, if your partner's deployed or whatever, and there's, it can be something to look forward to and something to work towards as well. Uh-huh. Um, because again, there's so much more in yoga than the postures, but the postures do have so much value in those type of things where we actually get to set a goal and accomplish something and stuff like that. So that's super cool. But I think with the breathing too, just a way to approach again, like any yoga practice is that, and I'll give you like two ideas is one of them is to just let your breathing guide your movement. 
So I think that most instructors will tell you like, okay, inhale while you do go into this pose and exhale while Uh you do this pose and they'll guide you. But I think it's really easy to just do it and not really pay attention. And and the the breathing, I think at first for beginners can be a little bit overwhelming and oops, I did the wrong one. And oh, that's the hardest part for me. Yeah. <laughs> focusing on the breathing because I have squirrel brain. I have yeah. ADHD and I'm like, oh, a squirrel. So it takes a lot for me to pull myself back in and focus on the breathing and focus yeah. on the movement. But I luckily the instructors that I've had the pleasure of working with, they were really good about, okay, inhale on this move, exhale on this move. So that was easier. But if I didn't have somebody telling me when to breathe, I'd probably hold my breath and pass out because I Oh, would I think most breathe. people would. Absolutely. I would forget to breathe. <laughs> so like, and that's one thing that I would encourage people to do is most instructors will guide your breathing. So do the best you can and let the breathing really guide your movement. So let the breath come first and then let your movement follow within that. And that's a way to make it It feels like your body's in this flow of everything's happening at the same time. Everything's working together. Everything's integrated. And then another thing, and I love that you mentioned this, is really everybody's brain is going to go, oh, what am I making for dinner? Crap. Where's my kid? Like, what? I don't know. But I think, so everybody's brain is going to, at points, feel totally scattered and unfocused. But our breathe, the sound of our breathing is a really cool way to get focused again. So anytime your mind wanders as you're doing your yoga practice and you can catch it and bring yourself back to the sound of your breathing, then it's like your your breathing is guiding your movement, your mind is on your breath and everything is integrated. Everything's working together. And that's what can help us, especially as military spouses, we can feel so scattered and so kind of do 10 million things at once. So I think yoga is like such a cool way to focus on one thing, like just exactly what we're doing. It brings us right into the present moment. We have our movement, we have our breathing, and we have our attention on that breath. And that can um, just give us that break that we need. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And self-care is so important Mm -hmm. for everybody, I feel like, but because I love my military spouse community, that's always what I defer to, especially military spouses, because like you said, we are all over the place. We're mom, we're dad, we're chauffeur, we are PTO president, we're lawnmower, we're dog walker, every (laughs) single thing. And it is important for us to remember to do that self-care, even if a 30 minute yoga session once or twice a week. I think that can really make a difference in somebody if they're able to get in and really connect with the yoga, any exercise really to be able to just get in it and focus and do some really good self-care. But I am partial to yoga just because it is, it's more of the relaxing workout, but yeah, I love the tips you're sharing. I think they're going to really benefit our audience. And I know I always love talking to you. I just feel so much more relaxed after we speak. (laughs) Oh, thank you. That's really sweet. That's a wonderful thing. Thank you. I think the other thing that I would just love to mention is that of course, that consistency and routine of getting into a yoga practice is wonderful and amazing, but we all know that life happens Mm -hmm. and we all know that sometimes we don't get to it. Sometimes we're too exhausted. Sometimes, like you said, we're playing mom, dad, chauffeur, probably a lot of people might be homeschooling still. I don't know Mm -hmm. a lot going on. So it's also one of those things where if you feel like you don't have the time or life happens and you don't get to do it as consistently as you would like, but you're feeling a lot of stress, you can always step back and just take a couple of deep breaths. And our breathing 
talks directly with our nervous system. So it's the one part, I don't want to get too sciencey, but it's the one part of our autonomic nervous system that we can communicate because we have like our digestive system that just does its own thing. We don't have to, oh, yeah. have to do anything. <laughs> we have our circulatory system doing its own thing, reproductive system doing its own thing all the time. We're not, we're not intentionally telling our body what to do. It just runs, which mm-hmm. is so amazing. I can't imagine if we had to do more stuff than we already do. <laughs> oh, hey, but, man. And, and our, and our respiratory system is the one thing that happens automatically from the moment we're born until the very end, but it's also something that we can be intentional about when we choose. And it speaks directly to our nervous system. So if you think about it, like you're always breathing, you mostly never think about it in yoga or other times when you are noticing your breathing, you can change it a little bit. So I think one thing, if you're feeling like that overwhelm or stress or that rushing around and you don't have time for a yoga practice, you always have time for five full breaths. And that's like an instant way to connect with your internal system and help yourself take a little mini break help yourself calm down a little bit. And if you can just take some full inhales and some long exhales and make, if you're doing like five or 10 breaths, you can make exhale a little bit longer as you go. And that just helps your nervous system. It like literally quite literally tells your nervous system to relax and go into that peace phase. Chill out. Take a chill pill. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's like instant chill pill free. You don't have to pick it up anywhere. Just five to 10 deep breaths. That's one thing I've learned from the yoga tradition that even if you don't have time to do all these postures and all this breathing and all this meditation, it's you always have 30 seconds to breathe. And I would love to, I'll send you a little graphic that you can use and share with people. That's a, like a little breathing practice that, you know, could take a minute, two great. minutes that people can have in their back pocket. Absolutely. That would be great. Definitely get that over to me and I'll share with everybody because you're right. We all, we have to breathe anyway. We all have time to take just a little bit of time to focus on that mm-hmm. um, and to calm down. And I, and it's funny, I tell my daughter, she has horrible anxiety and sometimes she gets in these panic attacks and she can't breathe. And that's the first thing I tell her to do is take some deep breaths, mm-hmm. but we don't think about doing that ourselves when we mm-hmm. get anxious. And when we get into panic mode, we don't think to tell ourselves, Hey, calm down, take some deep breaths. Mm-hmm. It's just not something we think about. But if we see somebody else breathing in a brown paper sack, that's the first thing right. we're telling them <laughs> is take those deep breaths. It's like, I think deep down, we all naturally know, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. like, especially as a mom, like, you know, obviously that's the first thing you're going to tell your kid. And then if we just forget we, we like it's like we when it comes to ourselves we're like oh no I'm just stressed out it's fine <laughs> exactly it's like oh my heart's beating 150 beats a minute but that's all right yeah. I feel like I have an elephant sitting on my chest but it'll be all right I'm good but yeah like I said we don't we don't tell ourselves that we're quick to tell other people but we don't think about just breathing just sit back and take some breaths and just try to relax. I'm excited about that graphic you're going to share. I'd love to get that out to our audience so that they can take a look at it and and try some of those breathing exercises for themselves. That way they can stay out of that brown paper sack. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Stay away from that. Stay away from the anxiety. Bernadette, I appreciate you giving me your time today and sharing with our audience. Tell them, how can they find you? How can they find your program? So my website is the easiest place. It's BernadetteSolar.com. 
And I don't know, maybe we can link it for them. It's a long name. <laughs> I will. I will. Um, I'll put it in the show notes. Awesome. It's burnitupsolar.com. And you're always welcome to email me through there. And that has pretty much all the information about my yoga program. And I also have, I, I have an ebook that's specifically designed for military spouses for yoga for military spouses that has some of those themes that we talked about, like patience and like, there's one for travel days. I try to include like all the, wow. goods, like all the, all the things we go through all the time. So um, I do have that ebook that people can grab on my website and I'm going to go get yeah. a copy of that myself. Oh, for sure. And so that's the best way to reach me is through my website. And just, I just will invite you guys all, re- please reach out anytime, whether it's for yoga or just to say hi, like you, I, I love connecting with the military spouse community. And I just, it always feels like home when you meet another military spouse. It's like, there's it really does connection. If anyone's interested in talking yoga, please reach out. Or if you just want to say hi as a fellow mill spouse, please. I'd love to hear from you guys. And I'm always here for support and stuff like that. So thank you so much for having me on today. I'm so appreciative. And Oh, absolutely. I appreciate you coming. I think a lot of people will benefit from your words and your work as a yoga instructor. And hopefully they'll reach out to you and and get some one-on-one time with you and learn to relax. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in to the Military Spouse Perspective a podcast of Behind the Service. Join us every other Tuesday for the latest episode with your host, Becca Hyde. Make sure you leave us a review and share with a friend. You can also follow us on our socials at Behind the Service Podcast.